Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast How They Love Mary. You are listening to a special edition of How They Love Mary during this season of Lent as we unpack my book, A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary, available from Sophia Institute Press. During this second week now of Lent, we begin on Sunday and we move into the next theme of the week. During the first week of Lent, we looked at examining our conscience, of letting go of the sins in our life and seeing where we need God's mercy and where we need God's forgiveness. Now, in this second week, we begin two weeks of intentional prayer, of intercessory prayer, of praying for others. Before we get into that, though, I'd like to just reference our gospel for the second Sunday of Lent. Every second Sunday of Lent, what is the gospel? It is that of the transfiguration, of Jesus taking three of his disciples, going up the mountain, and there he is transfigured. His clothes become as dazzling white. We reflect on this mystery of Christ's life in the fourth luminous mystery, in the transfiguration of Jesus on Mount Tabor. What happens at the transfiguration? Well, there is Jesus. He brings up his closest disciples. They go up this mountain. But who else is there? Jesus experiences these apparitions. Moses and Elijah are there. Of course, the church fathers have told us representative of the prophets and the law. Moses and Elijah are there, and Jesus is conversing with them, these individuals who already have gone to their eternal rest. In the transfiguration, then, we see an apparition. We see kind of a biblical foundation for apparitions. And as we know, these apparitions of Our Lady that we are looking at, these approved apparitions of the Blessed Virgin— as we know of the apparitions of Jesus, as he appeared to Faustina, as he appeared to St. Margaret Mary Alico, and the apparitions of some of the saints even, who have appeared to different individuals. That's the first thing I wanted just to mention as we enter into the second week of Lent, hearing that gospel. I always use it as, as the foundation, really, for Marian apparitions, to say that Jesus received an apparition of someone who had died. He conversed with them. So it's not too far for us to imagine then that God would send his mother, Mary, to be a messenger to these visionaries, to give a message to the world. In this second week of a Lenten journey with Mother Mary, then we focus on intentional prayer, intercessory prayer of lifting up different people in our prayers In this second week of a Lenten journey with Mother Mary, then, it's a little different than what we'll see in the third week, because really in this second week, the intentions that are presented on on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they really come from the messages themselves, that Mary says you should pray for this person or for these people. It derives itself from the message, whereas in week three of A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary, we'll see that the uh, intentions are more derived from the story of the apparition of key figures and things of that nature. 
But why pray for other people? Why use this in the next two weeks? Well, isn't that the case when somebody goes on a pilgrimage? Somebody is going on a Marian pilgrimage. They're going to the Holy Land, wherever they're going. They might share on social media. They might share a post and say, I am going to this holy place and I would love to pray for you. Send me your intentions. There was a prayer group that I belonged to and people would often go on pilgrimage to a a Marian site and people always wanted to include their petitions and the person then would copy and paste them and print them off and bring them to the holy site. So what happened when I led a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, that there were individuals who brought along their petitions, or maybe they wrote petitions on the bus as we were going to the Holy Site, and they wanted to remember their prayers there. We had a bag in which these petitions were put, and then we would place it near the altar. We would bring it to where we would pray the rosary at the Holy Site in the Holy Land. Really, for us, it was a way for us to say, this is how we are praying for these intentions that have been entrusted to us. Go to the shrine in Champion, Wisconsin, at the National Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. What do they have there? They have a box of petitions where you can write on a little slip of paper that intention you carry in your heart. There's something very cathartic about us writing out the petition, of us placing it in there, of knowing that it's going to remain there for a time, that our prayer, even after we leave, continues. So as we make our pilgrimage then during this Lenten season, we have these people in our life that we want to pray for. And then we respond to that invitation of Our Lady to pray for them. What are some of those intentions? Well, Mary says in Champion, pray for the conversion of sinners. And so we're going to look at that question. Whose conversion are we praying for? Of course, there are great stories in our Catholic faith of individuals like St. Monica who prayed daily for the conversion of her son. And so these saints pray for their children, pray for their husbands. They give us an example. In the apparition at Guadalupe, An unspoken message, but it's there. Mary is pregnant. She's with child. And so today in our culture, in our day and age, well, there we have the pregnant Madonna speaking to the pro-life movement, praying for an end to abortion. In Fatima, Mary specifically asked us to pray for peace in the world, to pray for an end to war. She asked us to make reparation for those who are not devoted to Mary, to make reparation for those who blaspheme her, who cause sacrilege. There are all these different intentions hidden within the messages that Mary speaks. And so now during this Lenten week, we will begin to pray for them. But we don't begin that prayer of intercession until Tuesday, because I thought it was important for us first to look at intercessory prayer, to look at our prayer and how we view it. Because when we pray for others, well, how do we approach our prayer? Well, we need to approach our prayer believing that God hears us, that God answers us, that God cares about us. Do we believe that? Why do we pray? Why do you pray? How do you approach prayer? Do you avoid prayer? These are just some of the questions that we begin to look at. When I have done a lot of these interviews promoting a Lenten journey with Mother Mary, One of the questions some of the hosts will ask 
is this. Why did you have it in the format that you do? Why put the examination before praying for others? I think it goes back to St. Thomas Aquinas, who in the Summa Contra Gentiles, he talks about why sometimes when we pray, why God responds in a different way. And, you know, maybe what we pray for isn't in accord with God's will. But one of the one of the things he offers is that sometimes a person's efficacy of their prayer um, isn't there, that they have something in their life, an obstacle, a sin that needs to be removed. So I think it's important then, as we did, examining our conscience, the first thing, letting go of sin in our life so that then we can make room for love. So we remove all those things, all those obstacles, making room for that love for our neighbor as we pray for them. During this Lenten week, then, as we make our prayer, as we begin to pray for others, just remember that as you pray for someone, you might be the only person praying for them. And let that be something you sit with as you make your intercession, not only during this Lenten journey, but as you pray for others throughout the rest of your life. I hope this week on A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary will fill you with love for others as you begin to pray for peace and life and pray for conversion. You've been listening to this special edition of A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary on the podcast How They Love Mary. I hope that during the season of Lent, we will be able to listen to Mary's message, but then not only listen, but begin to live them in our daily lives. God bless you.